0: After more than three years, the COVID-19 public health emergency declaration draws to a close. Physician staffing group Envision is reportedly planning to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. And primary care provider Cano Health looks to sell some of its non-core assets. It's Thursday, May 11th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. After more than three years, the COVID-19 public health emergency comes to a close today. For health systems, the end of the PHE means that Medicare's additional 20% payment boost for COVID-19 inpatients will end. The government provided the extra reimbursement to offset the cost of complex medical care for those ill with the virus. Also ending are the flexibilities that allowed providers to temporarily treat patients in other locations, such as tents or storefronts. And hospitals will now need to have separate nursing plans for the care of each patient. Some COVID-era flexibilities will remain in place for now, including allowing physicians to prescribe controlled substances via telehealth for the next six months. Previously, the Drug Enforcement Administration had planned to tighten restrictions, but announced this week that it would extend current flexibilities through this upcoming November. And Medicare Reimbursement for Care through hospital at home programs will continue through the end of 2024. Some COVID-era rules originally tied to the end of the PHE were sunsetted earlier this year, including the continuous enrollment eligibility for Medicaid and CHIP beneficiaries. Congressional lawmakers included a provision in the year-end spending bill that allowed states to begin the redetermination process on April 1st. Arizona, Arkansas, Idaho, New Hampshire, and South Dakota were the first states to begin removing ineligible residents from their Medicaid programs. For consumers nationally, the end of the PHE means that COVID-related tests and treatments will no longer be covered by the federal government. Instead, coverage will shift to health insurers and consumers themselves, meaning that some consumers may need to get a prescription and possibly pay a copay for COVID tests and treatments like Paxlovid. COVID vaccines are still covered with no cost-sharing due to the Affordable Care Act for people with health insurance. Though the public health emergency has ended, people are still being sickened by the virus. According to the CDC, there are currently more than 7,700 hospitalizations related to COVID-19. And slightly less than 17 percent of the eligible U.S. population has received an updated bivalent booster shot. Physician staffing company Envision is reportedly planning to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection, according to an exclusive report from The Wall Street Journal. The publication, citing sources familiar with the matter, reports that the company currently has about $7 billion in outstanding debt. The company's finances were hit hard by inflation-related high labor costs, an ongoing legal fight with the nation's largest health insurer, and the implementation of the federal No Surprises Act. Act, which cut into its core business model. The Wall Street Journal reported that Envision missed a March 31st deadline to report its quarterly financial outlook and skipped an interest payment that was due in April. As a result, it began a 30-day grace period before its lenders could force the company to file bankruptcy. Private equity group KKR purchased Envision for $5.5 billion in 2018. If the group declares bankruptcy, it would likely wipe out KKR's full investment. As reported on the podcast last week, Envision recently announced that an independent arbitration panel ruled in its favor in its dispute alleging that United Healthcare underpaid claims for medical care provided to its members in 2017 and 2018. At the time, Envision was still an in-network provider. That panel awarded it more than $91 million. However, the two companies are still fighting in court with dueling lawsuits. Value-based primary care provider Cano Health announced Tuesday during the release of its first-quarter financial results that it's looking to sell some of its non-core assets in order to focus on its Medicare Advantage business. In the first quarter, Cano had a membership of more than 388,000, including more than 140,000 Medicare Advantage members. It earned $1,180 per MA member per month last quarter, a slight decrease from the same period in 2022. The company reported a net loss of $60 million between January and the end of March, tied to higher operating costs and higher interest expense. Cano Health was in the news recently when three former directors stepped down from its board in April, criticizing both the direction of the organization as well as its current CEO, Dr. Marlo Hernandez. The trio called for the sale of some of Cano's non-core assets. The company announced later that month that it had split the chair and CEO positions and appointed business executive and investor Solomon Trujillo as its lead independent director. Cano went public via a SPAC deal in 2020, and last year it was rumored that both CVS Health and insurer Humana were interested in acquiring the provider. However, neither deal ever came to fruition. The GIST Healthcare podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.